Good evening, or good afternoon, whatever time of dimension that is. You know, I actually had, I had a call, or at least someone actually called my show and left me a message, and I was like, wow, that's so cool. And then for a minute, I kind of got taken away by that. I was like, wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> When I first heard this, I uh, I kind of couldn't figure out what exactly was going on there. I, you know, it almost sounds like it's bad, and then it sounds really good, and then I'm listening to it about 50 billion times now, and I realized how funny it really sounds, and really great. You know, so maybe the stars might be not aligning for the individual that actually called at that present moment in time. But they sure are aligning for me at the moment in time, which is really freaking awesome. So I wanted to go ahead and give you guys a little clip of this uh, caller. Uh, nice to meet you, whoever you are. And uh, thanks for calling the show. I really appreciate it. No matter even if you had some bad things to say, I'm kind of glad. That, or I mean, to me, it's not bad. But so just be um, beware, I should say, you know. And if any of you get offended by it, I'm sorry. There's nothing I can do about it. Because um, I don't find it offensive. I actually find it very funny. So if you find it offensive, maybe this might not be the show for you. Um, other than that, I just want to give you a warning. I don't know. You know, anybody could take it any other way. It is however you want to take it. I find it hilarious. So, um... Here you go. And it's still at Frequency Center. Yes, long-time listener, first-time caller. How you doing? I got a bone to stick with you, okay? Seriously, fucking stars are not aligned with the fucking planet, okay? Uranus is in Jupiter right now, okay? Shit. Well, that being said, I, I, I say that is just freaking awesome and funny as hell. I, I mean, it just really like, <laughs> shit. <laughs> I find it funny as hell because if you were to sum that up in all in one word, I guess that would be all of us at this present moment in time, wherever we are, wherever we're living. That was pretty much the sum up of exactly what's going on in the world that we know of today. It may not be your world, but it is a majority of others. So, well spoken and well said, sir. <laughs> and thank you very much. And all I can say behind that is, cool. Thanks for, thanks for the, <laughs> the message. I appreciate it. Here we go.
Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, or good night, whatever time of dimension that you are in. This is your host, Chris. Welcome to Interstellar Frequency. Back to school, back to school, to prove to dad that I'm not a fool. <laughs> Yes, yes, it is back-to-school time, even though that this episode is way past back-to-school time. Um, the reason why is because it has been a fun adventure trying to get the momentum of the children to finally, finally get into the rhythm of school. And I think we finally achieved it, which is, you know, it doesn't take long. Kids are very um, easy at, at getting into schedule real quick. It's just the funny part of how, with school, they are excited, they're nervous, they're scared, they don't know what to expect, and they're losing their minds. Like, oh my god, what am I gonna? I think I think some of my my girls had already changed their outfits three times prior to even going to school, which scares me that they did that because in the future, it can only be about, instead of it just being changed three times, now it's going to be changed about 15,000 times when they're in their teenage years. At least my daughters are. We'll see. I don't know if that's, that, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. It just doesn't look good on me. I don't know, honey. Um, you know what? Everything, everything you, you wear looks good. I don't know what you're talking about. Whoops. Um, you know, <laughs> but it's like, hey, it's okay. Don't worry about it. It is what it is. It's no different than going and starting a new job or going and starting a new uh, uh, internship or going and starting uh, your new college course or just about any damn thing that we do that's brand new to us that we've never been in before. We get those butterfly jitters, right? Everybody does. And I don't care if anybody out there says, No, I don't. Oh, yeah, right. Bullshit. Yeah, you do. You can't You can't shit me. Okay? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Nobody can do that. It ain't happening. Everybody, and I don't care if any... If you can't have those butterfly jitters of all these thoughts running through your mind of what is going to happen or what if and this and that and what if that and this and that, you're getting all wrapped up in your mind on that. And... Stop. It's fine. First go. Roll with the, the, the first day. Test it out. See what happens before you start jumping to conclusions and making decisions of not doing this or doing that or doing this and that. You don't even know what you're, you're making decisions on because you don't even know what the experience is yet. So you can't, you can't judge a, a, a book by its cover, basically. you got to go for the ride and see what happens. Once you get on the ride, then you're going, okay, let me off this ride. I don't like this ride anymore or whatever. <laughs> but that being said, we all were there once. Every single one of us was there once. We all were scared the very first day of school. Now, we're going to circle around, and this is going to be probably one of those long episodes, and I can't help it. And if you stay around and listen to it, I thank you very much for it because there is a lot to say on this one. So I'm going to be moving very fast, or I'm going to try to move very fast on this because there's a lot to cover. Now, 
That being said, with the fact that the little kids started their very first day of school, you know, the kid, the, the twins were going into, they were leaving TK and they were actually going into kindergarten, which I guess is like preschool, then kindergarten and something like that. They don't call it preschool anymore. Now they call it um, TK, I guess, which I haven't quite figured out the acronym behind that. Um, teaching knowledge? I don't know. Or we're teaching knowledge to knowledge of understanding how to be kindergarten. I don't <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't really care. It, it, fine. They don't call it preschool anymore like they did back in my day. Now they call it TK. And then they go into kindergarten. And then after kindergarten, they go to first day. Or full first day. Full school day. Thank you. That was a mouthful. Um, with TK, they only go for several hours in the day. And it's only like so much. And then they're out at like noon. They go at bright and early in the morning. And then they're out at noon end of story, come get your kid kind of situation. Um, the kindergarten goes all the way to from start to finish till the end of school, and then it gets them prepared for the regular you know, grades 1 through 12 or 1 through 18 if those going for overachievers and master degrees or something like that. I don't know what the, I, I don't know the scale, but I just, it's up there. Okay, so we'll just all agree on that one. Um, so, basically, first day of school with the little ones um, was a lot, lot, lot more easier and really peaceful getting those guys into school and, and going, and, and it wasn't as melodramatic. Now, any of you that may have teenagers out there, which I'm pretty sure many of, many of us do, depending on what age bracket group you're in. Oh, or if those of you that remember the days of this, you may understand. And for some reason, they never really, nobody ever said, hey, yo, um, yo, uh, just give you a heads up, man. When this first day of school comes and, uh, you know, they hit junior high and there's teenage days, okay, you gotta worry about this, 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 and this, because then they're gonna come sideways at you and tell you that they know everything in the world. Da 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 da. And um, they don't wanna hear anything you have to say, no matter what it is, what you're trying to say. And, um, okay. So, <laughs> nobody ever says that, right? Nobody nobody ever, nobody handed you a book or uh, a manual to this, this, uh, this operation here and said, here, here's the policies and procedures. <laughs> they didn't say that, right? Or they didn't hand you a, a, a script of saying, okay, this is what to expect, or at least those of out there that wrote books, thank you. I'm not a, analytical. Or, analytical? No. I am analytical. I am not literal. Literacy, I guess. I'm not great Look at me. I can't even speak correctly. See? See what I'm saying? I, do you think I can read? No, I don't know. Maybe I can. I can't. Whatever. The point is here that these kids start out their first day of the, the, the elementary school, and they were all excited for going, which made me happy because they were all excited for it. And it was like, cool. They're excited to go to school. Hey, um, honey, 
We're going to have a vacation and a party, okay? <laughs> the kids are back in school. Yay! <laughs> the kids are all happy to go to school. The parents are screaming, shouting for joy, and jumping up and down going, we're going to chase each other around the house for the next couple hours. No, I don't know. But what I'm saying is, like, what a big separation, and there's a mutual understanding right there. It's like, <laughs> And it's not a bad thing. It's just... I guess a break, you know? And then then there are the teachers at school going, okay, it's now 2.45, you are taking your kid, and I will talk to you tomorrow. We are done with this conversation, it can wait until tomorrow. Goodbye! <laughs> I've just been here for so many amount of hours of the day, you cannot pay me enough to stay here long. Goodbye! <laughs> so, that being said, the kids go off to school for the first day. It went really well. They were excited. Mom got to see the classes and everything. I had to work, so I couldn't be there. That kind of sucked. But it's okay. And um, they got to, you know, see how things were and what the expectations were of the class and everything like that. Totally, totally a lot better on the understanding. Um, and now, great Elementary, cakewalk, easy to go. Six years of your life, that's going to be fun. Total, total easiness. Teenage year, total different school, total different environment. Everybody's watching. And it's like, somebody's watching. You know, how's that song go? And it's like, uh, um, everybody's looking <laughs> to see what you would do. Oh, I don't know. But, um, yeah. So, that being said, when we're an adult, like we are, most of all of us, we are trying to figure out what's what and what's going on. And sometimes that's hard. See, we get this idea once, you know, we, we get to adulthood and everything like that, and then we, we deal with the teenager, we forget about being in their shoes and going through all that nervousness and you know them being young they're doing everything they can because they automatically feel like everybody is watching them to give some kind of uh, telltale sign if they're scared if they're happy if they're sad and so they just turn off the emotional side of things and they just they will not talk about it they won't ask about it they won't you know raise a question about it they won't let us know right so us being parents we sit here and go hey um you know with school how's things going fine so you're like wait what end of conversation it's fine you didn't have anything exciting happen or what, what i mean can i have a little bit more than one syllable fine okay we're not getting anywhere um so what does that mean does that mean that was a good day was that a bad day were you a happy day <laughs> like seriously man i mean do i have to sit here and pry the information out of you no <laughs> okay <laughs> we all are going through it right it ah 
So, anyhow, it's like, hey man, back when I was a kid, we had something that they send in the mail. And they send us a letter. <laughs> For those of you that remember the postal days, <laughs> we would get our class schedule in the actual U.S. postal mail. And that was the class schedule. It was mailed out, you know, a good month in advance. So they gave you plenty of time to prep and memorize everything of your classes. Half of them always got lost in the mail, apparently. Or some did. Um... So they also sent you a nice little packet giving you a map of the school and say, here's here, 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 here's all the different classes. At least that's what it was for me when I was a kid. When I was a kid, we got the mail, it showed up, it was exciting, it was like, yes, it's in my name. It was my first letter to me, addressed to me in my name. And I was like, wow, I'm, you know, me. I'm I was like all excited, you know, like I, the mail. Whoever thought they never told me back then. Oh, yeah. Just wait until you get older. Uh, you're going to have mail, but it's going to be mail that you're not going to want to have. You know, it's going to show up in your mailbox. And you're going to be like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it's that kind of mail, right? But we don't understand as kids, you know, to get the letter and open it up and we're all excited about the first letter. It's like, I got my letter. And then you realize, oh, you're not special. Everybody in the whole entire school got the same damn letter. And they all melded out to everybody. And you're like, damn it. Right? At least that's what it was for me. I, I thought I was special. I was like, wow, they're so thoughtful of me. They sent me a letter and gave me my class schedule. Not. <laughs> everybody got one. You're not special, dude. You just got one like everybody else. No, no, no. So anyhow... What's funny about this was I turned around and I studied every single class, every single piece and everything, right? I studied where, what periods were what. I looked at the map and then I tried to figure out where the bottlenecks were of, of the freeway jamming of, of craziness and what's going to be happening when a bunch of people go, you know, out because I'm already starting to do the arithmetics of how many students per classroom, which is about anywhere from 34 to 42 at average in every single classroom so it's busy and i was doing everything i can to find all the bottlenecks between classes of the hallways or walkways and try to find the fastest shortest routes from one class to the next so that way when i leave one class i could beeline it right to the next class and i'd never be late on the other hand one year i had one of those classes where it was all the way at one end of the campus and it was this was in high school by the way. it was at one end of the campus and it went all the way on the other end of the campus no matter how freaking fast i walked at all from that part of the campus as soon as the bell rang i was out the door and gone beeline to that next class that was all the way on the other side of the campus and it was a freaking health, healthy clip that i had to walk Meanwhile, dodge people and dodge it fast. And it's like, I was in a hurry trying to get to class because I don't want to have a tardy and I don't want to be, you know, basically late. And then they tell you, okay, well, you can't be here now because you're late. And you weren't fast enough. And I was, like, trying everything I can to get to class. And um, 
it was the FAA class, the Future Farmers America class from, I was leaving PE all the way going to Future Farmers America. And um, yeah. Hi, Mr. Evans, if you're ever actually listening to this. So, hey. <laughs> um, by the way, from that, um, I turned around and I, I beelined it all the way up to that, that class. By the time I my foot, usually 99.9% .9 of the time, hit the ramp to walk into the classroom, the one-minute bell would ring every time. And it was, like, amazing because then you'd see, you know, all these boys, right, in high school that were so slick. And some of them were, and get, don't get me wrong, man, these kids were slick. They were hanging out with their girlfriends and everything like that and talking and spending every bit of minute with them and walking them to class and everything like that. It's like, good for you, man. That's awesome. Right on. So he, they walk them all the way to class. That one-minute bell ring, that means that they got one minute to strut their ass across the whole entire campus. And you would see them booking it 100 miles an hour, man. They were knocking people over everything they can, doing jumps and everything. They look like regular marathon runners. And it was just funny to see. It was like, hey, man, um, you know you're going to be late to class. Where's your class at? Oh, it's down there at PE. And you're up here at Mr. Evans' class? You're freaking serious? I walk really fast, and I barely made it here in freaking four minutes. And you're going to think you're going to make it all the way over there in, in, you know, a minute? Oh, oh I'm good. good. I got this. All right, boy. Go right ahead. <laughs> So many times the kid got late. He was always late to class. And then there was some of them that would, you would see him just as the bell would ring, man. It was like safe by the bell in full action live every time. I never really understood that from the TV show back in the day. But to actually sit there and watch the kid slide into class right as the bell ring, and he was safe by the bell. <laughs> it was so cool. And it was like... Really? Is that what that TV show was about? And, you know, I never really understood it when I was a kid watching the TV show, right? And I may have to go back someday and watch Safe by the Bell, but it, that's what it's... It now that I think about it, that's kind of what I guess it reminded me of. It's Safe by the Bell, you know? And the, the kid would slide into class every time. And we had several kids and several students that did that, you know? And I, I just thought that was funny. Now, for me, on the other hand... When I had studied my, my whole thing, I had a, a tip from a friend of mine. He, knew, he knows who he is, if he quite remembers. If he does remember, he'll know out there if he's listening. He'll talk to me about it later and go, hey, yeah, that was me. Okay, cool. I'm glad you remember. Um, now, I had a friend of mine that gave me a tip and said, hey, don't be like those other kids in school. I'm like, what are you talking about? Don't be sitting there walking around with your with your damn schedule in your hand, looking at the schedule, looking at the map, looking up at the the uh, so-called um, classroom numbers. Don't be don't be that guy. Okay, know your stuff beforehand. You're a lot smarter than that. Go figure it out, get it done, get it understood, and do your do your stuff and make sure you're where you need to be. I'm like, really? Is it that really bizarre? He goes. You're going to end up bumping into other people and you're going to end up, you know, causing chaotic mess or, you know, something's going to happen. And then, you know, somebody's going to get mad because you walked into them because you're looking at your damn paper 
Kind of like what we do today with cell phones. You know, we're walking down the street with our cell phone and we're not paying attention. Like saying, you know, you fall into a fountain or something. And it happens already. So it's kind of funny that that never really went away. Now I'm, I imagine it may be a little bit different. Um, they have something, I guess, called uh, uh, Google Classroom, which is something completely new that I didn't even know existed until this last year. And I'm like, what the hell is this? So I even though I'm uh, kind of a tech guru, I didn't know that the whole entire campus stuff, they don't believe in paper anymore. anymore. And I kind of miss my paper, thank you very much. I know I understand that, you know, let's save the trees. I got that. But there's also recycled paper that we could be using, and that's what we were using. I don't understand. We don't, like, it doesn't exist anymore in the school system. Except for those of you that that are teachers out there, and they, they still send out, you know, paper. Thank you. I, I appreciate it when it does come by, because it's becoming a rare commodity nowadays. Um... They, uh, you know, they told me, hey, don't, uh, don't be sitting there walking around with your paper in your hand trying to figure out what class you're in. I'm like, all right, well, how do you do it? You know, now I'm, now I'm inquisitive. I'm trying to figure it out. How do you do it? And they're like, you see how I do it? I do it real slick. I'm like, oh, yeah, Mr. Slick? How do you do that? Get my nice folder that I got. I go, that's not a nice folder. That's a, that's a white folder with clear... You know, clear siding on either side where you can change out the sides and put graphic design and stuff. Because exactly. I'm like, uh-huh. What, what's so special? Put your class schedule in there so that way you're walking with your folder and everything like that. You just glance down at your folder and nobody knows what the hell you're doing. And they can't tell you're actually staring at your schedule. I'm like, oh, slick. Nice. Okay. Got it. I'm like, all right. That's interesting. That's one way to do it. So then I thought, no. I, that's just, no, not me. I had too many books, too much stuff. I had, I had a backpack. I always had a backpack, and that damn thing was always full of books because back in the day, when I went to school, they got rid of lockers. So the only locker that ever existed in the school was actually the PE locker. That was the only locker you had. Other than that, they got rid of our normal book lockers that we used to have back in the day, which I was so excited to have, and then I never got to have. I never got to have that, that, that actual locker and everything. And I was so happy to have that. And it never happened for me. It never happened until I was in, like, my 20s is when I actually got my own locker once or twice. When I was, you know, doing certain types of jobs, I actually had a locker. And I every time I actually have a locker at a job, it puts me back in school. It's like, wow, it's the locker I never had. And then it's like, okay. It, I don't know. It's I know that's that's another side of mind of, of mine. So, you know, ignore that. Anyhow, back to the young one. So I said to him, I said, hey, so what's your class schedule? Well, it's right here. Okay. Well, now apparently our school, or at least his school, has decided to do a very interesting thing where they don't do their normal norm of things. They do this uh, three three or four periods in one day, and then the next day they go to the other four periods, and then the next day they back to the first three period, four periods, and they alternate the periods. And each class is like so many amount of minutes long, like 97 minutes long or something. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Are you doing um, club fair day or what? You know, because that's back in the day when I was a kid. We had club fair, which 
one of our main homeroom classes was like two to three hours long, and the rest of the other periods were only like 20 minutes long. It was awesome. Um, that was like on Fridays or something when the club fair happened. And um, it's completely it's a different world today. So because it's a different world today, guess what? There's no, there's no real life experience that I could give my young, one, my young ones at all. I, I can't say, hey, this is how it goes. Because that, hey, how it goes was over 20-something years ago. And that 20-something years ago doesn't exist anymore. It, like, at least they decided to change up the rules or change the way things are done. And, you know, when you're not in school and you're not keeping track on, on what the hell is on the um, 411, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. So it dawned on me when I was trying to help my, my 13-year-old say, hey, you know, here's your schedule. Why don't you separate your, your classes color-coded? This color, this quarter, this color, this class, these set of areas for this envelope is this class. This one's this one, this one. And it made it easy, right? At least that's what I did when I was in, in school. I had all these different periods. I had eight periods in junior high and like uh, six periods in high school or something like that. Or seven periods in high school. I don't remember. Seven. Seven periods in high school. And uh, so it's different. And I'm... I'm trying to tell him, I was like, yeah, do it this way. It makes it easier so you can identify this class is this color, that class is that color. Make it a little bit more organized. He's looking at me like I got five heads. Whoever thought I was like the Hydra dragon or something. I mean, he's just like, seriously, dude? Really? And I'm like, what? I, I mean, wouldn't, wouldn't that help you? You need paper, right? Yeah. Well, there you go. Now you have whatever you do for that class is in this area. Whatever you do for that class is in that area. You'll never get it lost instead of like you always trying to pull stuff out of your backpack and you don't know where it's at. So at which point I'm like, hey, you know, do it this way. That works. If you don't, fine. I, I'm just trying to make it easier for you so that way it's less stress. No, Dad. Okay. So... I, I move on. I say, hey, what about, you know, this or that or, or this or that? No, that's not how it is. Okay. Now, at this point, I'm like, I'm just now figuring out that things are completely different with the whole school system and everything's on Google Classroom. And now we don't turn in paperwork anymore. Now we turn it and submit it in Google Classroom because everything has gone Digital, 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 digital. And everything digital, is in the digital, digital, digital world realm. And so we have to do things 100% different than it was back in the day. I don't even think they make pencils anymore. What it seems like, it's like, um, what happened to the lead in the pencil? Um, what happened to the paper? Um, do, do we still communicate? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a different world, right? And... Okay, I, now I find that I have to adjust to this new world. It's a whole new world. And, um, okay, that's fine. I will adjust. So the once thought of not being able to help, and I guess I'm going to have to be able to help in other areas, which is different and fine, and I have to figure it out while I go along. Meanwhile, now I kind of got the idea of why my, my kid's looking at me like, Dude, dude. 
Just shut up already. You don't even know what the hell you're talking about. You're not there. So how the hell could you tell me exactly how it is when it happened over 20-something years ago for you? That's probably what's going on in his head, but he's being respectful and he's not saying anything about it, right? And he's just being quiet. And he's looking at me like, you're so stupid. (laughs) Okay, maybe not that, you know, aggressive or anything like that, but that's kind of the vibe in a little bit. And it's like, okay, I got it. Thank you. I understand now. Now, back to the little ones. I'm not 100% sure exactly how their system works with the whole bell system. I hear the bell system every now and then of the different bells for, like, lunch and stuff. I hear it because I live next to the school, kind of. So I can kind of hear the, the bells. Not all the time. Back when I was a kid... In my elementary day schools, when our school opened up for the very, very, very first time, it was very interesting and intriguing because there were some well-thought-out ideas. So I'm just going to jump on this real quick for a second, and and then I'll move on. What I say about real well-thought-out ideas versus the old school that I had went to, things were a little bit different where... If it was a rainy day, guess what? You got wet. And in this school, and that's what I hated about that school. It was like, in order to get to the class, you had to walk outside around the building and then get wet to get to class. When I was a kid, I loved rainy days because even though that it rained, we never once had to set foot in outside to get rain on. It was the most coolest thing ever, you know? We were able to actually stay indoors. So whoever the architect person that created this school that I'm talking about, and I will name it, it is called Topaz. Um, for those of you that may remember. Um, I remember it. And it was the most coolest thing on the architectural design of the building because when it was a rainy day, once we got off the bus and into you know, the area, the quad, per se, it had a a cover quad that did not allow the rain to saturate inside the area. And a couple of raindrops here and there and a couple of rain gutters now and then would leak out some water and kind of made some puddles. And so, you know, security was all over it, like, stay away from the puddles, no making mess. You know, it's like, we want to jump in the puddles. No. They locked us in. They wouldn't let us out. (laughs) Like, we want to get wet. (laughs) No, you cannot do that. You're going to get sick. So, I remember we would be able to go in through the quad, right in the interior area, which were like horseshoes. And there was, uh, let's see, three, six, nine classrooms total. And out of those nine classrooms total, they had two classrooms that were separated from the outside for specialty-type classrooms or offices, per se. They were real special offices and special classrooms for different needs of different things. And you would get wet with those classrooms because the only way to get access those classrooms usually were from the outside. Every now and then, you could still access it from inside the building. It just depends on if there was stuff in front of the door and blocking the door or something. But majority of the time, they they 
you know, whatever stuff was blocking, they moved it. And then they made it where you could still access from inside the little horseshoe. So one area was, you know, total of nine classrooms. And the other area on the other side was another set of nine classrooms. And back when I was a kid in elementary school, the most coolest thing about it was the fact that we had A, B, and C tracks. And if you were a lucky kid, you were lucky enough to get on the A track, man, you scored big. And the teachers knew it too. A track was the best. When I say about these A, B, and C tracks, for those of you that don't know, what it was was we were on, we were on, you know, in class doing our school for like two and a half months or give or take, thereabout. And then we would be off for a month. And then we'd be back on for two and a half months or so and be off a month. Now, A-Track landed, which was so cool. A-Track landed like right there at the beginning of December. Well, as soon as December hit, you would be out for the rest of the holiday. And so you were off school December like 1st or something or somewhere in the first week of December. And you ran from December all the way through Christmas, all the way through New Year's, and then right after a week later of New Year's, you were back in school for the new year. Now, the other classes and the other, the other tracks had it slightly different. They overlapped, so no, no, um, no, no set of tracks were always in school. So they had it where one track or two tracks were on, one track would be off, and then it would rotate between the tracks. It was a brilliant, awesomest, idea um and then they went back to traditional now when i was a kid and i did traditional they called it traditional which was you'd go almost nine months out of the year and then you'd be off for three months but when i hit junior high it wasn't quite like that first time in my life i was out for months in junior high it's i swear to god it was like you would be out of school from you know the beginning of uh, may all of June, all of July, all of uh, August, and then you would go back in September. And it was beautiful back in the day. And they're like, no, 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 we need to give them more school. So then they put it more tight, you know, tighter on the schedule, and they made it down to three months, and then they even made it tighter than that, and now it's down to two months for my kid. My kids, I should say. And so it's different, completely different today than it was back then. Now... Those of you that may know, if you already know, if you're not sure, I had a teacher and we have done collaborations together on the show. Go check them out. But the funny thing is that he would be teaching his class, right? And all of a sudden, Miss Donna would come through the speaker we had these speakers with the right next to the clock inside the classroom you know because god forbid they actually ring the phone no they want to interrupt the whole entire class for some apparent reason and i i don't understand why they did that we still had phones but yet they never actually called they always end up using the loudspeaker and it's so funny that they did that and miss donna called i'm sorry to interrupt your class but uh can you please send so-and-so to the front office their mother is picking them up today and it's like okay thank you you know 
irritation kind of sets in a little bit and because it just interrupted the whole entire class and the most funniest thing was when we hear us kids this happened kind of quite frequently in our class and those of you that were in my class and were part of this you were you probably remember this very much um we all looked at each other as soon as the that bell rang we were like <gasps> who's going home and it's like oh i'm so, you know and then finally it's like sorry mr eater it's my it's my mom picking me up uh -huh. okay you know kind of situation and it's funny to me because before any of that any other kid could speak up about what's happening or anything all of us would look around the room like <gasps> Yes, with the excitement and anticipation of the excitement that we are leaving class. One of us, the claw, has picked us. It chooses who will go and who will stay. <laughs> but it wasn't the claw. It was the bell. It was Miss Donna telling us who would go and who would stay. <laughs> and we were so loving that. We were loving that. And the other thing that was really bizarre... And I, and I have to finally come through and clean on this one. And I, I never did. And here I am now. So, when I was in high school, towards my uh, later years of, of graduation, in my senior year of high school, I became Mr. Slick. Okay. And I figured out that I got, I got in. I got it real. You know, I got real in with the secretary at the front office because my senior year I had done my job and I worked my little tail off and I was able to do what I needed to do and guess what when you're in high school at least back then when I was where I was you get to do early you know dismissal or you have late arrival you could have that for two periods or you can have it for one period it just depends and I got to do it for two periods for a minute and then my teachers are like yeah no Christian no you cannot do that. You're failing your class. Get back over here. So then they gave it to me for one. And I had late, you know, or early dismissal. So I got my, you know, ID stamped and everything like that. Excuse me. I got my ID stamped and everything like that. And I could walk right out the front office, say, bye, have a nice day. You know, but I would never do that. I would kind of walk out. And I was getting home early. So I, I was going home and geeking out on Star Trek back then. And, um... Because it, it came on right at that time. It was like 1.30 on, uh, uh, what was it? Channel 13. Back then. I can't remember. It was back in the old days of cable. Um, so I turn around, and I get up to the office and everything. I'm watching the clock on my watch and everything. And it's like, okay, Star Trek's starting pretty soon. I'm only so many amount of miles away from home. I'm going to get home. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to watch this. I'm going to geek out. And then I'm going to do my homework. And... I would sit there and watch the clock, and I'd be talking with the, uh, the secretary and just saying, hey, how's your day, da, 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 and just chatting it up and just loving, loving life and just, you know, being a cool cat, right? Because she chooses who will go and who will stay. <laughs> I knew this. So I needed to get in with the secretary. So what had happened was I started to slack. I became one of those well-known Back to the Future personnels from the principal always yelling at everybody. You slacker! Yeah. So that's basically what I was. I was slacking. Pretty bad. 
and I started failing some of my classes. So my teacher's like, nope, you're losing early dismissal. Now you're going to come into my class and you're going to be doing work. You can show up on these days and then you're going to da 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 and, you know, things are going to happen. So he starts covering for me. He's, and I, you know, would let him know if I had homework that I'd go home early and and I'd walk right out. So I kind of had approval to leave. It didn't matter. I was already 18 years old. And I would kind of just slip on out instead of signing my my ass out, which I could have just done myself at the time. I could have just signed my ass out because I was 18. I was an adult. It's not like they could hold me there. But I was also like getting marked that, yeah, I'm there when I really wasn't every now and then. So I was like, yeah, I'm not staying today. Are you sure? Nope, not staying today. I got in trouble, of course, you know, because it always comes back and bites you in the butt for it. But I slipped out, and I, I, I took my friend with me. And it was just, it was so funny. He's like, what are you doing? I said, just follow my lead, bro. Don't, don't say nothing. He goes, what? I go, just follow my lead, man. Don't, don't worry. I will do all the talking. Don't say a damn thing. You want to leave, right? You want to ditch school? You want to go? Let's go. He's like, are you for real? I'm like, yep, let's go. We're going to go hang out. You serious? Yeah. We're going to walk. How are we going to do this? You know, right? I didn't tell him yet how we're going to do this. I go, I told you, follow my lead. And he goes, well, I need to know what we're doing. I go, it's going to freak you out if I tell you what we're doing. He goes, well, what are you doing? I go, we're going to walk out the front door. What? Are you serious? I go, yeah, watch this. Watch this. I'm, I'm not joking, bro. Watch this. And he's like, okay. I go, just what if there's anything that is said to you, if they talk to you, if anybody asks you anything, just nod your head and say yes. We're working on a project. Yeah, I, that. There you go. We're working on a project. We got work to do. We gotta. We gotta show up for work. You're just starting a new job. You know. I don't know. We're coming up with a story of something, right? And I tell him, I'm like, just follow my lead. Don't say nothing, and I will do all the talking. Are you sure you can handle this? I go. Trust me, I can handle this. And I was already in with you know. The secretary. I, I had my my in at this point, and so she knew who I was. She knew me by name and all this stuff. So I tell him, I say, "Come on, man, let's go. We're going right now. Now's the time to go. This is it. Let's go." So we we beeline it to the office. We walk right to the office, and his eyes are about you know cat eyes and about popping out of his head because he's like not doing this and he's like in freaking out because this is a whole different ball game versus actually jumping the fence in the back lot and running through the field and everything. It's like, no, no, we're going to, we're going to walk out the office like we belong. And then we're going to go get in my car and then we're hauling ass. Okay. That's, this is the way we're doing this. I'm not, what the hell am I going to go jump out the back when my car's over here? Excuse me. I'm going to go out the front where my car's at like I belong. And he's like, okay. So then we walk right to the front. And I was like, all right, bye. I'm saying goodbye to everybody. It's like, hey, have a great day. You know, enjoy your weekend and da-da-da. And I'm just talking. <laughs> hey, just, all right, I'll see you uh, Monday, you know. Enjoy your weekend and da-da-da-da. I'm just talking away, talking away, beelining it to the front office. And then all of a sudden, I'm talking to the secretary. It's like, all right, hey, man, just, just hang here for a second. So then I talk to the secretary. It's like, hey, what do you got plans for the weekend? And I'm just being a slick cat at this point, talking it up asking some questions and what's going on. It's like, oh, yeah, I got this going on, that going on. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. Me too. It's like, well, what are you doing? And, well, I got this and da-da-da. We're doing small talk. It's like, yeah, we got to get going. We got to show up for work. Oh, okay, you got a new job. Yes, I do. 
Yeah, we got a new job. We're going to be starting with my uncle. Oh, okay. Not. <laughs> and it's like, all right, well, have a good day. Enjoy your first day of work. All right, bye. And then we walk out the door. <laughs> and then the cop shows up, right? And my buddy just stops in his tracks. And it's like the school police guy. He shows up. He stops. I go, what the fuck are you doing? Excuse my language. But seriously, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? But no. I grab him real quick and I put yank on his arm. I say, come on, bro. We're late for work. Let's move it. You know, and I'm really trying this. <laughs> and it was, it was like, I don't know, my third or fourth time ditching or something like that. And I shouldn't have, but I was doing it. And it's like, no, I want to go home and watch Star Trek, man. Let's go. And I grab him real quick. The cop doesn't quite notice. And I'm thinking, God, I hope he doesn't see me do this. And I'm grabbing him. And I'm like, come on, let's go. And I'm yanking him towards me. He's like, stop acting stupid. Stupid. We got to go. And it's like, we start walking. And I said, like, just act normal. Nothing's happening. You're not doing anything wrong. We're just going for a walk to the car. We'll be right back on Monday. <laughs> and then that was it. We, we walked by him, and then the cop kind of like, you know, saw us, and I waved at him. I was like, hey, have a good weekend. Yeah, you too. And then we turned around and walked away. And then his eyes are just like looking at me like tenfold big. Like, are you freaking serious? Are you freaking serious? Did that just happen? Did that just fucking happen? That really happened. Yeah, it did. It very much did. Good luck trying to do that again. Because that ain't doing it again. I ain't doing that shit again. Thank you very much. That is one time and one time only. You asked me. I took you. That's it. One time. We're done. Never again. And after that, I had consequences behind that one that I had to deal with on Monday. And oh, that sucked. Oh my God. God, that sucked. But, on the other hand, before I actually go, I had something that a thought had crossed, you know, a processing thought had crossed my mind. If, if you have something of an experience similar to this, because obviously this episode alone is an exclusive episode, not exclusive, it is an explicit episode, sorry, and so it's exclusively only for adults and none of the young children, just so you know. And if they do hear it, it's not my fault. So I'm sorry. Um, the thing is, if you do have an experience similar to this of ditching school or something of, along the lines of ditching school and you want to talk about it for something, give me a call, you know. Get in contact with me. Send me an email. That, I would love to hear it. I'd like to hear your side of the story of what happened and what you did in school. You know, get, I, I would just love to know what kind of sneaky thing did you come up with to get by and ditch and how did you do it? And did you get away with it? Call the show. 760 440 8131. You can leave me a message there. 
Again, that number is 760-440-8131. You could shoot me an email if you'd like. Although I will do my very best to read it to you if you want it to be chris at interstellarfrequency.info. Shoot me an email. Let me know. And I'd love to hear from you. Maybe we could set something up. I'd like to get get some kind of a story behind this of what you might have done that are that the listener here that that you're listening. I would love to hear your side of the story of what you got away with. So again, the email is Chris at interstellarfrequency.info. Shoot me an email. Let me know. Thanks much. Love you all. I appreciate you listening. And uh, until next time. Frequency. End of transmission.